Welcome back to another episode of the Behavioral Economics and Marketing Podcast Series. This is Sandra thomas Commonall. In this episode, we will talk about strategies for consciously creating cultural capital. So jumping in, what is cultural capital? Cultural capital is a sociological term used to define the tangible and intangible social assets of a person or organization, such as education, intellect, style of speech, dress, behaviors, etc., that promote social mobility and the ability to influence others in a particular situation based on shared elements of culture. In an organization, cultural capital can be defined as a pattern of behaviors driven by company values, employee perceptions, assumptions, and beliefs. The cultural capital of a company is exhibited through decisions, processes, organizational structure, communication, or lack thereof, and practices. In essence, cultural capital is a company's social assets that bond a community together and promote social mobility. One of the most common examples of cultural capital is the idea that the value of higher education goes beyond knowledge to the relationships you build and shared experiences you have that make you a member of a socioeconomic class, such as the bourgeoisie. So why is cultural capital important? Cultural capital is considered the new competitive advantage and a root of organizational success. Researchers posit that cultural capital influences the ways in which individuals and groups access other forms of capital with financial and non-financial benefits. For example, companies with a high-performance culture will focus on a high level of agility, resilience, adaptiveness, and responsiveness. This means that they will hire employees with these cultural assets, reward high performers, and work to develop these skill sets. In turn, the company will be able to access other forms of capital through this high-performance culture. So let's apply this to marketing leadership. Steps for consciously creating cultural capital. Creating cultural capital in your company is one of the most important things that leaders can do. Here are a few steps that leaders can take to consciously create cultural capital on a company-wide level or a team level. 1. Set goals. It is impossible to know how to get where you want to go if you do not know where you want to go. So set organizational or team goals. When consulting for companies, I always tell my clients to start with the data-informed goals. Then make sure all of your decisions align with these goals. Number two, take stock. Rarely, companies are created with cultural capital in mind. Therefore, it is important for leaders to determine whether the culture and supporting systems, programs, and processes are congruent with each other and in alignment with the vision, values, and interests of all stakeholders. So take a step back to understand the cultural capital as it stands now. What are your cultural assets as a company? What are the skill sets and strengths of your employees? How diverse is your company? What are the motivators of your team? How does this align with the goals of the company? Are there any cultural assets that do not align with your goals? Are you missing a cultural asset from your team? Number three, develop and define your strategy. Once you have your goals in place and you have taken stock of where you stand against your goals, you can develop your strategy for achieving your goals. And now that we understand the steps for consciously creating cultural capital, let's consider a few strategies for consciously creating cultural capital. Depending on your company needs, goals, values, and current status, there are many strategies that can be employed to consciously create cultural capital. Hiring. 
Hiring is, generally speaking, the easiest way to build cultural capital in terms of skill sets, attitudes, motivations, etc. Team trainings. Bring in regular speakers, educators, and trainings that revolve around the core cultural capital goals of the team. Educational allotment. Give your employees an educational allotment to build the appropriate skill sets through training, seminars, conferences, and classes. Time is often a factor with regards to self-education. Allowing weekly, monthly, or yearly time for educational activities can help employees feel empowered personally and professionally. Skill training. Is there a skill set that your team needs and an employee would like to learn? Let them take classes on company time and budget for this skill set. This differs from the educational allotment because the educational allotment is at the employee's discretion, whereas skill training is generally directed from a company need. Team building. Team building is crucial to the success of a team. Team building can range from volunteering activities to company coffee breaks and weekend retreats. Team building activities can be general or specific to the values of the team. For example, if you are concentrating on building teamwork, you may choose an activity that promotes teamwork, such as a cooperative board game, game night, or participating in a relay race as a team. The type of team building activities will depend on the interest and the ability of the team as well as the cultural capital goals of the team. Reward systems. Contest, rewards, and awards are not only a great team building activity, they can be used to propagate the attitudes, skills, and cultural capital goals of the team. Rewards can also be simply a verbal recognition. One company that I worked for had a large gong on the wall. Every time a teammate made a booking, they banged the gong. The entire office could hear the gong and cheered for the teammate. This is a simple, non-monetary reward system that helped employees to feel valued. Visual Reminders Posting your values, goals, and successes around the office can serve as a visual reminder of the company cultural capital. Likewise, images that reflect your cultural capital, such as motivational images, will also serve as a reminder. I once worked for a travel company that valued their inclusivity. When team members traveled, they would print one of their images on a canvas and display it on the walls. This act served many purposes in terms of team building and visual reminders of inclusivity, not to mention the decorative aspects. Company and team meetings. Company meetings can serve a multitude of purposes, including to reiterate and solidify cultural capital. Organizational structure. Is your company organized according to your cultural capital goals? If you are looking to scale up quickly, does the decision-making process allot for agility? If you value upward mobility, do you have a glass ceiling? Diversity. Diversity is a key to a well-functioning company. How diverse is your employee profiles? Do they all have Ivy League education? Are they similar in age, race, gender, orientation, or religion? Location. Your office location can have a large impact on your company culture and who your company attracts. Are you located in a big city, an office park, an old warehouse, a trendy loft, or a modern skyscraper? What other companies share your building? How far do your employees commute? What is their mode of transportation? What amenities are nearby? Daycare, school, bus stops, restaurants, convenience items? All of these questions reflect on the values, goals, and cultural capital of the company. 
core values. What are your core values as a company? Do you practice sustainability, equality, and equity, community engagement? These core values help to reiterate your cultural capital. Strategy for cultural capital, an illustration. Consider a company that values high performance. Their goal may be to scale up quickly over the next five years, with projected yearly growth ranging from 50 to 100%. Their cultural capital goals should align with their revenue growth goals defined by having high-performing teams that are agile, adaptable, progressive, and pioneering. However, they find that their team as a whole is not agile, adaptable, progressive, or pioneering. The cultural capital strategy might include team trainings on soft skills, training of individual team members on specific skills, hiring for skill sets and culture, creating reward systems for innovative ideas, and or team building activities that focus on developing these skill sets. I recently came across human intelligence software and had a chance to talk to the CEO about how their software helps companies to assess, develop, and consciously create company culture. As a little intro, Human Intelligence utilizes a 12-minute assessment based on research-validated methods to measure a person's behavioral attributes, motivators, and ideal work environment. This allows hiring managers to assess how strong, weak, and consistent a person's fit is with a group or team culture, as well as for the overall organization. Their culture analytics solution enables companies to measure and understand their culture to achieve overall cultural alignment, drive optimal team performance, and hire more intentionally for company culture fit and culture add. A quick case study, Ashley Furniture Industries, the world's largest furniture manufacturer with 22,000 employees across 10 sites brought on human intelligence to address an extremely high employee turnover of roughly 115% annually. This high turnover takes time and resources away from the business of running the business. The results of bringing on human intelligence were a 40% reduction in turnover in the first quarter, an expedited recruiting process, and a project direct cost savings of more than $3.6 million annually. This is due to the reduction in the high cost of turnover associated with recruiting, onboarding, and the cost of a bad hire. Human Intelligence also allows individuals to take a free assessment on their website. Professionals that want to learn more about their behavioral attributes, motivators, and ideal work environment should go to humanintelligence.com to take the 12-minute assessment. Interested in learning more about consciously creating cultural capital? Check out my new ebook, Strategies for Consciously Creating Cultural Capital, available on Amazon. Wrapping it up. Understanding how we as humans make decisions is an important part of marketing and leadership. Behavioral economics is the study of decision-making and can give keen insight into employee behavior and help to shape your leadership style. Cultural capital is a sociological term that can be defined as the tangible and intangible social assets and patterns of behaviors of a person or organization and includes specific knowledge and shared experiences that confers social status, power, and inclusivity. Creating cultural capital in your company is one of the most important things that leaders can do as cultural capital is considered the new competitive advantage and a root of organizational success. In this episode, we considered strategies for consciously creating cultural capital. If you are enjoying this podcast, give me a shout out, like it, share it, follow it, and review it. 
Also, if you enjoy my style but want to learn more about travel destinations, you are in luck. I am in the process of launching a new travel podcast, The Hub and Spoken Travel Show. Check it out. Thank you for listening to another episode of Behavioral Economics and Marketing. This is Sandra Thomas-Kamenaw. Thank you.